This is the Dennis Miller Option. Your source of opinions, stories, and laughs from comedian and inactivist Dennis Miller and his guy Friday, Christian Blatt. What's up, Hiroshi? Let's light this candle. Ladies and gentlemen, Dennis Miller. Hey, folks, welcome to the uh, Dennis Miller Option. I'm your host, Dennis Miller, Christian, Batmite in the sidecar. Hello, We're joined by a a good cat, and uh, he really, this medium's right up his... Ali, I remember, Christian, you remember, uh, it took a while for us to break through, but at the beginning, when we did our first few podcasts, um, AJ came on, Smooth yeah. as Silk, and our downloads went through the uh, roof. It was like by far our most downloaded episode. I was always appreciative of that. You can subscribe to AJ's podcast, Famous Bitch on Apple Podcasts. He has a column in Star Magazine, and you can follow him on Twitter at Real. A.J. Benza, the aforementioned Mr. Benza. What's shaking, brother? Well, listen, I, I I would like to get those downloads bigger, but I want to stage a hate crime first. <laughs> I think if we really think this out. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. man, what a goat fuck. You know, ironically, he now has to depend on Trump to pardon. <laughs> <laughs> they all, eventually, they all do. I love it. I was on, Carole, I, I was on Corolla's show when this happened. Uh, the news... What's in the gene is reading the news, and she goes, Oh, and Jesse Spillett's victim of a hate crime. And I went, Bullshit. Don't believe it. What do you Early mean? Early on. First day. First day. Mm-hmm. So this is not, this doesn't happen in real life. All those moving pieces were perfect the hats, the phrases, the bleach, the rope. I said the first thing they're going to find out the rope was bought by somebody on Empire in the studio. Mm. And it's not rope, it's cord. And it was. He bought it. It's This whole thing is getting so embarrassing. Well, Adam's skeptical too about. Uh, Adam's got a good bullshit detector. How did he handle it? Did, he, what did he think? He right thought off the, the bat? same thing. He put his eyebrows up and said, "Yeah, that's not the way things go down." Yeah. But, and know. by the way, when Corolla puts his eyebrows up, you, you got to bring in forklift. That's like an Amazon wish fulfillment center forklift has to come in to do the the assist on that one. Um, but now. Sm- um, where does it stand? I, I'm, I'm in a fluid situation here. Is there anything that's come out today as far as uh, yeah, well, uh, Jesse Smollett? Or what's the latest? Jesse Smollett is, uh, I think it's going to be heard by the grand jury in a few days, right? That's the latest I heard on the way here. They're now saying that um, he was reading a play in New York before he flew to Chicago that night. And the play was about a gay baseball player who's a victim of a hate crime. It's very interesting how all these moving parts are together. And they think he laid a story out on Instagram to tell his attackers where he'd be and when he'd be around without having to call them. That's what they're piecing together today so far. He's, it looks very bad for this guy. Can you, can, I can't believe that people, and I saw his uh, interview, granted after the fact, with Robin Roberts, and I remember thinking, well, I don't, you know, the cat, this cat is smooth at this, and he's... Uh, Mm. He's got this, uh, you know, it, it sounds like a bullshit story, but he's very smooth about it. I can't believe that the, in the times we live, people don't think they're going to leave prints yeah. on uh, on getting caught on. It, it's almost like the, the nature of the times now indicate that everything, everything. is up for forensic ins- inspection and you're going to get caught. Every, like, there's not a thing you can get away with. I can't believe how easy it is for police to figure things out. And I'll tell you, it's going to get worse for him because it seems like every day that more, every other hour, they're finding out more things about what, you know what really did it for me? The fact that this is a big grandstanding moment for the industry. He's both a singer and an actor. When he didn't show up at the Grammys, 
and the industry didn't roll him out and, and make all these grand statements about racism and this, I knew that they know he's full of baloney. At that point, I think I said, you know what? They all know it's blown. They, know, they all know it's not true because they're not siding with him. Well, you know, AJ, I prescribe to that theory when people say, for instance, like, uh, well, say you're at CNN. How is everybody in, in line over there? Let's use them. I think that, honest to God, that there are people who are, 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 uh, see things periodically in a different manner. But once you're at your job and you know the higher-ups are going to whack you, once you're in Hollywood yeah. and you know the moment you come out before it's, look, they can't even indeed completely confirm it now. Everybody's waiting for this all to be sketched out right. and a Warren report done on a Ferris Mollet. But w- once you do that, you're out in Hollywood. It, you know, if you, you don't want to be the first one. Yeah. Say somebody out there is like really making hay. They're finally leading the Hollywood life that they wanted to lead or the right. CNN life they wanted to lead. Do they want to be the first in and blow it all in a second yeah. over what in essence to them doesn't matter? I don't think all it matters to them. No, I don't and, think so. No. And that's why they weren't. That's yeah, why, yeah. like you said, that nobody galloped up at the Grammys yeah. and jumped in. No sense kissing at his ring. Yeah, he's not. He's not that kind of person yet. But I, you can certainly expect in the next week or so, all the people, all the beautiful blue check mark people on Twitter who still can't condemn people like Brian Singer for abusing kids and all. All these Hollywood folk, they they've got to turn their back on Jussie Smollett. They've got to make statements. They can't act like. Yeah. Trump people did it, and t- we're the reason why he got this crazy. That's going to be the next thing. We drove him this crazy. Yep. I do think that people always say, wow, the country's so polarized. How can we come together? Mm. And I do think this is a perfect opportunity, a sitter at the net, where if half the people, the blue checks, who went all in, pushed everything in, now mm. that they've seen the river cards, if just half of them went back and said, oh. maybe this is getting a little too hot, where I'm, maybe I've got to slow, and then the, the other people can see, and maybe I should slow down yeah, a little on, yeah. say, uh, that's the where it can be done, uh, business can uh, be done, right. but I, we'll see. I but don't, you know, I don't think anybody's going to But you know what, but tell me this, you know more people that would be able to figure this out. How much money do you need at a point in your career or your life to be in Hollywood and go, you know what, now I'm going to really start being honest about the way people are portrayed and the beliefs we have on the left. I'm going to open my mouth. I've got enough money to live. My kids are like, when is it enough where you just go, screw it? I, I can't play this. I can't lie anymore. Um, it's the whole gravitational field. Money's just an aspect of it. Mm. It's the fact that all of a sudden, uh, think about all the components that go into big fame in Hollywood. Now, not only are you loaded, not only are you made for life. Yeah. You can you can make the easiest assertions and be lionized for being a social. Yeah, right. you have to think about which. All you have to do is say, "No, I think what Trump did today was good." Yeah. and you've blown all that. <laughs> I almost I almost like understand it in a way. I don't respect it. Yeah, I respect guys who just say stuff out loud, and mm. you think, "Wow, John Voight, God bless you, man." Yeah, and then and then on yeah. the back end of it, you're so fucking good at your gig that yeah. they can't. They can't do you in. But right. it's, a, it's a rare breed of cat, man. It's, I, it's, I agree. Guess, I agree. Hey, you know, people ask me, hey, do you think you're going to get work? I said, I didn't do this because I was losing work. I just like to be honest about myself and, and the way I was raised. If I don't get work, it's let's talk about the talent. Let's not put it on politics yet. But, uh, you know, I'm not the guy losing, losing a series and losing a production deal when I open my mouth on my podcast. But I guess you're right. A lot of these guys, it's a ton to lose if you just open your mouth once. 
Yeah, there's no getting it takes. back on that train. I know it's tough. You're like a daytime host on <laughs> CNN. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think of one cap, but I don't want to turn into a uh, whiny prick naming names. But you watch some of these guys, and you think the, the only thing this guy has is his uh, his blank uh, stamp of yeah. anything against Trump. Right. That's how he's got the gig. Yeah. If he came out tomorrow and says, maybe I've been a little rough, maybe the fact that this kid in North Korea is not firing missiles into the Sea of Japan is a good thing, and i got to give that to Trump, he's gone. Yeah. It's all gone. Yep. So, I know. Uh, you know, I look at it and I think, boy, it is... Uh, Hollywood is, as I've said before, it's not quite McCarthyism, but it's sort of Jenny McCarthyism, man. <laughs> if you don't tell the line, you are fucking over, man. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's going to take somebody really brave and really powerful to do the Joe Welsh thing mm. where he sidles up to UAC and he looks at him and he goes, hey, have you no shame? And uh, I, I don't know who that cat is. You see a few uh, Jimmy possibles. Woods. Jimmy Woods is doing well. Yeah, Jimmy. But look at Jimmy. I'm starting to read now that he was never a good actor. Another shit actor. Oh, I'll read on. stuff about him. No. And I'll say, are you fucking yeah. kidding me? No. Have you seen <laughs> Jimmy Woods' semi-seizure on coke on the bad <laughs> yeah, thing in the booth? It is the, it is the center of it all, Matt. It is the last poor Yurik. And, and now, now they're going to make him out to be a hack. And I always think, boy, that's all. if the guy makes too much sense, that's the card they have to go to, the, uh, the personal destruction. Fine. And, and, James, Jimmy Woods never cooler than when he was taking De Niro's phone number down with his finger in the air in Casino when he was lying about taking the number down. Take my number down. Yeah, go ahead. What is it, Ace? Yeah, okay, Ace. I'll call you. Oh, <laughs> beautiful pool. Beautiful. There's an Ace Benson pool. Oh. I love moments like that, man. And the quintessential one, and I'm sorry to do this, folks, but when you're talking to somebody who's like-minded about film moments, there is still no moment in the history of filmdom that comes close to Pacino taking the guy's match pack outside the hospital and lighting yes, the cigarette and right. then looking at his own hand like, Fuck, where's that? I, I still think about that. I think, Chris, that's the greatest bit of writing yeah. I've ever seen. It is. It, it's writing and, and, you know, editing, which we were going to get rid of at the Academy Awards. Thank God they brought that back. Not because it's a thrilling award to watch, but editing is everything in a movie, for God's sake. You can't put that in the commercials. You know what they ought to do to make the karma up right now and convince half of America? They ought to eliminate four awards on television, and it should be actor, actor, supporting actor, supporting actress. <laughs> oh, Just to send a message to the hoi polloi <laughs> that they're vaguely tethered in there trying to get what they consider to be their bohunk asses out of their house yeah. and plunk the ten bucks down to see the shit, which makes the whole fucking machine work. That's what they ought to do. Say, we made a mistake. We're trying to get right with you. Yeah. Here's the four we won't show and have it be the uh the the, the quote-unquote sexy category for yeah yeah we're be talking great. aj benza podcast fame is a bitch on apple podcast he has a column in star magazine you can follow him on twitter at real aj benza i don't know aj i'm gonna leave it up to you. Wanna, you you do one of these what, what do you want to see i, I want to piggyback on something you said because i love i think i'm like a a huge listener of yours, always just a fan, but I think people love when you give the inside in Hollywood more than anything. So I just love, I wanted to get your perspective. Somebody said, why don't we, in the Academy Awards, let's let all the nominees on stage so they're all standing there when you call the winner, and this way you cut down on the reaction shots and all that crap. And I thought, how could somebody who works in the Academy think that five... Four losers want to stand on stage next to someone else's big moment and be seen on camera. 
Isn't that because we're we're swimming upstream against basic human instincts? Uh, you know, <laughs> like just wanting to win is now called avarice. Uh, only we've yeah. overthought everything. We've yeah. taken it to the next level, what we construe to be the next level of wisdom, and it becomes unwise. Yeah. It's a violation of the Peter Principle. There was a great book. It was sort of a you buy it to check out at the airport right. called The Peter Principle in the 70s. It was about the exact moment when man goes one angstrom by <laughs> his level of competency, the whole fucking thing caves mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happened right now. In an effort to be perfect, we are not even getting it right anymore. Yeah. That's all that's happened. And I'll tell you something. So I coach my son's little league football and soccer teams. He's 11. Uh, suddenly there's a new thing on the bottom of the rosters and on the uh, the emails we get. And this is a correct league. Why do we have to read this? Now blank blank league is making, is making itself trans safe. I wanted to throw up. Yeah, Why do I have to coach a football team and know that transsexuals feel safe at the park? What's what's going on? That's that's taking the extra step for no goddamn reason, right? Listen, can I hear? I'll give you an open statement on this. I have met Bruce Jenner over the years, and he was the a very nice cat yeah. to the extent I know him. Lovely cat, had a great sense of humor. I I remember two or three times I socialized with him, thinking, "Oh, this is a sharp cat." Yeah. Uh, he becomes a woman. I, I'm happy for him. Can I tell you that, folks? Right. Can I? Can does that mean anything anymore? I'm happy for him because I know for a guy to get to that point, whatever you know, I don't quite know his, his surgery history. It's such a big thing. I assume the cat in his 60s was suicidal mm. and maybe earlier in his life. Mm-hmm. I take him at face value when he says. Uh, that he he needs to do this. Fine, it's not that big a ticket for me. Right. I then see him on the cover of Vanity Fair, and there's a part of me simultaneously sort of chortles to myself and say, that's so funny to think of Bruce, now as Caitlin. I remember the <laughs> most famous picture here to four is him cloaking himself in the flag as the quintessential male athlete in the planet. Right. And, you know, it's like Kim, King Olaf with Jim Thorpe, you, sir, are the greatest athlete in the world. And now he's in a camisole on the cover of Vanity Fair. I also look at him, I think, and I hope he's happy with the way he looks. And I thought, this is, uh, I, you know, I felt good about myself. Yeah, I yeah, thought, yeah. all right, Dennis, you've got the skeptical side as you always do in life. And then you've got the side that comes in right. at the end. And your last thought on him is, well, listen, it's a long way to go. I hope the brother's happy with the way. I hope that he's happy now that he's a, yeah. a woman and happy with the way he looks. But can I get a weekend to process right. all that? The way the fucking guillotine comes down now, yeah. where if you don't have it together, your Eichmann is so silly to me. I was almost the only downside to this whole thing is that I thought I hope that the Bruce that I knew yeah. a couple times over the years would have stepped in and said, "Hey, everybody, lighten up! Give yeah. everybody a second to process this. This must be no. this must be trippy for people." No, they get way too high in their on on the newfound importance of of their life and their journey. And I wish it happened that way, but it doesn't. But yeah, I, I I want nothing but happiness for everybody else. But I don't think you have to print it on the bottom of a roster sheet. I I, I just I, I'll never get over that. I agree. It's so weird. I I saw uh, I, I I saw the girl who played Frances Farmer. I'm a blank uh, yeah, yeah, her name, Christian. Uh, you know, Jess Lang. Jessica Lang. Yeah, yeah. She's they write about her one day, and she, you know, guys interviewing, and they say, "Oh, you're so beautiful." And I I saw uh, Caitlyn Jenner on the red carpet earlier, and she. You, you both are great beauties. And oh, she has to say, I'm flattered. And you know, <laughs> in the real flattered. world, Jessica Lang's looking at him and going, what are you, 
Are you fucking kidding me? Did you see King Kong? I'm Jessica fucking Lang. It's it's Bruce yeah. Jenner. He was a guy a week ago. What the fuck? Yeah, give me Why some. do I have to play this game? I can't believe we don't live in a world where she could say that. I, I know. And then say, listen, I'm happy for him, and I'm glad he looks pretty. But what are you fucking kidding me? I'm Jessica Lange. I, Bruce, like, Bruce. <laughs> I wish we lived in a world where everybody could say, yeah, that's kind of funny. No. But we don't. Listen, I'm not going to want to see Nicholson throw Caitlin over the, uh, over the table in the kitchen and postman <laughs> too far the post-surgery man always rings twice yeah yeah no good uh by the way uh, go back uh, folks as horny as that film is and then jack's perfect for oh, that God. you, you got to go back to julie garfield <clears throat> and uh, when lana turner shows up turbaned in that frame by that doorway sure. and you know she's dating an old cat who runs a burger joint and you know she's <laughs> in play heavily and yeah. julie looks at her you just think this is perfect filmmaking oh and, uh, you know lana wasn't a great actress but no. she was inhabited that role man. perfect perfect i was watching the other night um happened one night my mother loved that movie my, my mother always said she looked like Cla claudette colbert I heard the whole thing growing up but I like Gable when he does comedies. I think he's a terrific comedic actor. Yeah, he's got a light touch for a heavy cat. Right, you know? right. And it's, so speaking of the heavy cat, um, you know, he was with every woman in the world back then. He was oh, Gable. Right. Okay. Had the kid with Loretta Young, the whole thing. I, mm -hmm. I come to find out that um, the, the, the uh, daughter-in-law and the son of Loretta Young, forget their names now, they kind of came out with this new thing that mom, um, that Clark Gable basically date-raped. Yeah, this is the. New, I don't know if this is like something you've you ran across, but isn't it amazing? Guy like I, I read a Lorena Young book. Oh, so you did. Quite oh, frankly, so you know. have. Uh, so well, you... I'm fascinated by the fact that she was a. Uh, first off, if you've seen, and I'll go back to AJ, she was sure. the most comely young chick. Right, right. She was come from sort of a Christian base, but she had her freak on too. Yeah. She's on location with gay boys, this right. epicenter of the libidinal universe, and he closes. Uh -huh. And then now they're going back in, and who knows? Who knows what it was <clears throat> like, uh, uh, what it was about? But I don't think they know that yeah. it was a rape. No, they. I guess I guess that's... It almost like the, the way I read that she said it. They said she was watching Larry King Live and the phrase date rape came on the show and she never heard of it. And then when they explained to her what it is, mom, she goes, oh, that's what Clark did to me. Hmm. So it must be awful if that's what's in her head for I don't know how many years, 50, whatever it was. It's awful. But it's, but it's happening so much now in this town. Like, did you ever work with John Landis, director? Mm, no, I, okay. I, I can't say I don't know I why have. I thought you might. Oh, okay. But his son, Max Landis, is like the, the latest, uh, like, father-like. Like, John Landis had a way with women. He, he had his fun. But Max is now, his son is now in, in, uh, in the uh, web of sexual abuse. Do you, you know anything about Max Landis, his boy? No, I don't. Yeah, he wrote uh, uh, Bright. He, he, had a, he had a show on, uh, on uh, BBC America, I think, yeah, uh, yeah. Dirk Gently, yeah. and they didn't renew it because of these allegations, allegedly. You know, yeah, like that was that was why the show I think did well. It had a decent audience, sure. and then there were these allegations, and they just didn't want the headache because that's the same company yeah. as A and E. They, they were just like forget. They it. don't want it. But yeah. I thought maybe you knew Landis because I, I had a girlfriend. I was dating a beautiful girl in New York, and um, I come over her house one day, and she's getting all dolled up for lunch. I said, "Who are you seeing?" Oh, an old friend, and I could tell by what she was wearing. I said, "This is not what you meet an old friend with. This is what you meet me with, not an old friend." <laughs> Long story short, she met Landis for lunch, and he was like handsy and did the whole follow up mm -hmm. to the bathroom thing, unzip his pants. This is twenty years ago. I, I didn't know. I didn't know I had such a big story back then. But I mean, these guys. It's just when I read that his son is doing it now, or has been accused of it, I just thought, well, how do you grow up in a Hollywood house and not see what dad does and think it's kind of cool? 
all the movie stars at your house, and I just I just think you're doomed from the from the start if you're a kid growing up here. Well, it's only going to happen more. I mean, yeah. let let's face facts. Uh, you put any uh, anybody's life under the microscope, there's going to be a few things. If you really want to look at it through a uh, an absolute prison that they're going to have to uh, either defend mm. or deny anybody's life. And if the guy's handsy, right now is the bad time for that. That's yeah. all I can say. Yeah. Just as there was a time for Jack Warner when he could call the Scarlet de Jour or the Starlet de Jour in a three thirty for a blowjob, right. <laughs> and that fit that time. Yeah. And nobody, you know, yeah. now it's yep. the complete. I'm not making a value judgment. Mm. I'm just saying if you got if you got issues right now. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to come up, man. It's just the way we live in. Every yeah. we're using the uh, we're using the internet as a forensic tool. That's all this is. This is the Zabruder film. Yeah. Everybody's life's going to be put under the jeweler's loop. We'll see who comes up empty, who doesn't. Scary. I can't even worry about it that much because it's not going to change it. Like what uh, Max Land? All I know <laughs> is the greatest line ever is Eddie Murphy on Arsenio Hall when Arsenio says, "Are you going to work with John Landis again?" Oh. And uh, and uh, Eddie on TV. And once again, this is how the times have changed. Eddie looks at our city and says, John Landis has a better chance of working with fucking Vic Morrow again. <laughs> now, if he said that today, oh, he'd have to go into Bubble Hill and never oh, come out again. Of course. When he said it that night, I had to, like, hit the pause on the world's first TiVo and, like, that's gather great. myself. I was laughing so hard thinking. That's and that's what's missing right now is there's no... Uh, and people are going to say, oh, you're a whiny old fuck. Fine, I guess I am. But all I know is we, I didn't think the first thing we pruned out of the culture was any form of candor in an effort yeah. to be open with each other. Yeah. I didn't think that was going to be the first casual of complete openness with each other yeah. is an utter lack of candor. And uh, that's yeah. quite frankly what's happened. And remember when you used to, you were a kid, your mother would tell you that that guy's interesting. Interesting guy on the train. Interesting people. Like now... There's no more interesting people. They're just deemed to be crazy or psychotic or don't go near them. But we're being so safe with with yeah. society, and, and it gets me mm. upset. I, I can go on and on about this, especially well, with sports. Well, you should. AJ, it gets me but upset. It because, it's not going to change. What, what, about, know, what we, about I pause at this? What about it gets? Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I, no, no. I, I know you know everything. I, that's why I defer. No. But like, I'm, if 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 we're in a league where they say we're safe for trans, why are they also telling me the coach we don't keep score and we don't keep awards? You know, we just I don't, I don't follow those rules. My kids know the score. They know their record. You know, they, That's mm-hmm. the first thing you do when you're five years old. What's our record? What's the score? These idiots think you can stop that, but then make the, the, the park safe for trans. I, I, I don't know what – it's what my father said 20, 30 years ago, that it's not good to be a man. Pretty soon it's going to be bad to be a man. And I've been kind of spouting that here and there and have been yelled at by women who think I'm crazy, but I don't think I sound that crazy anymore. What if it gets worse? Here's what I'm saying. Here's the existential side of me. And I've, of, I, I've always, uh, I was never smart enough to get a philosophy degree, but I've always been fascinated by yeah. it. And I've always allowed that it can go irrevocably and irretrievably the mm. other way. What if when you say uh, these idiots now, what if that becomes the, uh, what if that becomes the way it is? That, that can happen. Yeah. I, I am trying to look at the way the, my mind works, and I'm trying to think, 
Well, it'll get up to a point, certainly, and everybody, yeah. you, you start to see people will get it, right? right? And then you say, well, what's your definition of getting it, Dennis? Mm-hmm. And then I go, well, I guess we're seeing it like I do. What, <laughs> what, if, what if it doesn't? What if it goes right by that mm. and it does become, like, closed-minded? What if the people who are walking around in the handsmaid tail thing oh. don't realize that if you don't prescribe to the handsmaid tail thing, they're going to treat you like you're in the handsmaid tail, <laughs> and they don't get that. It's like seeing a mirror and a mirror yeah. and a mirror and a mirror mirror right. in a movie where it just goes on forever right. i'm willing to concede at this point and I, I i think it is the existential approach it can get far weirder than this i yeah. think most people yeah. think no it's about to turn around isn't it no i don't think it is you know it's almost it's almost uh easier to deal with because i know what i'm dealing with but i think when it was changing when the country and the world were becoming more pc and more tolerant that was more scary to me now i know where we're at i know the enemy i can handle it but I guess you're right. I didn't know how bad it was going to get. To me, this is pretty bad. But you're right. It can be a lot worse. And, and you, I'd have no and you show. Do have to hold, yeah. You do have to hold. Do you hold any discards now? Because I do. I'm just being candid. There are mm. certain jokes I'll get up to yeah, or certain sure. things. And sure. I'll think, I'm not going to play that because I, 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 I don't want my uh, tomorrow to turn into the villagers from Frankenstein. I know. I said something about a woman coming out of a tree. It was nothing to do with black, but it was like two jokes ago we were in a tree, and then as I'm saying it, I said, oh, that's it. This is going to be... Yeah. But so it was nothing. But yeah, maybe that's the key that we just know ahead of time. It's coming. Careful, careful, careful. I don't want it to become like Chuckles the Clown at uh, Mary Tyler Moore show, where you just start <laughs> breaking up. This. <laughs> yeah, but listen, brother, it's not going to be like the final episode where we group hug out the oh, doors, the no. lights get turned off I anymore. Know. It is stratified now. I think it's going to get infinitely more polarized. Yeah. And I think when people say, well, what's the eventual fix? I do think it's cyclical. I think it does come back around. We've gotten so narcissistic, though, that we think that everything cycles out and back in again in mm. our 80 years on the pebble. And I don't believe that anymore. No. It might, might not be around for common senseville again. But uh, I do think that eventually it becomes so crazy mm. the other way, so understanding that it's not understanding anymore, that it does click back. But I, I quite frankly, at 65, I'll just be honest, I don't think I'll see that. I hope I get 90, and I don't think I'll see that in the next 25 years. I think it's going to get weirder and weirder yeah, and weirder. I, yeah. and. And then eventually there'll be an Arthur Miller on the right who will write this shit. He'll write Crucible 2, and it'll be about right. the fuckers putting people in stocks because they they feel that they're loving people, and the people they're putting in the stocks don't have as much love in their heart as they do. That's how weird it's getting. Yeah, perfectly said. I know. Talking to A.J. Benza. A.J.'s got his own podcast, and uh, it's fame as a bitch. And uh, you can just hear, uh, let's just say podcasts work when somebody's conversational yeah. and not a sweat act, and you get that it's in their daily flow, and you get that off AJ. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, call him in Star Magazine. You can follow him on Twitter, at Real AJ Benza. Now listen, mm. I, I'm not a big guy on keeping score on people. I, sure. I love it when people hit the mother load yeah. and, and make a mint. <clears throat> But I'm telling you, if Bezos was smart, he'd come in and say, listen, we've got a fucked up system where I got a hundred million kickback last year. At right. the very least, he should say, I'm not taking that. Right. Let, let, let me be let, let me be, let me make that proffer yeah. that we've got to sit down and think this out. What is the hundred million 
worth to him. But it seems like he's got other problems. I, ironically, I guess $140 billion <laughs> does not separate you out from thinking, I've got to show the size of my dick on a tweet. Right? I know. If I were him, look, he's already proven to be well, he's the richest guy in the world, one of the smartest. He's got this, well, I don't want to say young piece. She's not young anymore. She's going to be 50, but she still looks great. Lauren Sanchez, big social climber. Might have cost him, what, $70 billion? But um, I think this guy should just say to Star Magazine or Inquirer, yeah, show my dick. I don't care. What do I care? My dick was seen. Who cares? I'm Jeff Bezos. It's not going to hurt me. It'll make him cooler. For the nerd to be... So the nerd got money and got the girl. Now he's got a dick pic out. I think he couldn't be cooler, Jeff Bezos, right now. Do you worry <laughs> he about? should change the name of the tabletop tower to Erection. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so I've ditched out on Alexa. I'm steering into the skin. It's called Erection like now. It. Yeah. I saw her making her moves, man, 20-something years ago when I first got out here. Uh, you know, Lawrence, Lauren Sanchez walked in the room. Who was in the crosshairs then? Who, who Me, was uh, there? Everybody. Well, her, for her, she was after an NYPD actor. And then she ended up with Tony Gonzalez, the, the, the old pro tight end. Had a baby with him. Then she moved on to um, Patrick Whitesall, the biggest fucking agent in the world. And now was she Tony's introducer at the Hall a couple of weeks ago? Did she uh, when Tony got into the Hall of Fame? Oh, I don't, she, I, don't, uh, I, don't I don't think so. Did think she? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Jeff let her out for the weekend. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, no problem, Lauren. I understand. Um, she inducted him. Yeah, sure. Yeah, she's really good with a lot of a lot of NHL and NBA. Oh, and she dated Derek Fisher. So listen, she's done all the sports. Very well-rounded. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine uh, the look? I'm trying to think, when have I seen this look before? Maybe when Phil Collins saw Ann Rankin <laughs> singing Against All Odds at the Oscars, where oh, they oh, did that cutaway. Oh, I'm trying to think of another guy who's had that look on his face of Derek Fisher <laughs> when the fucking door explodes oh. off. <clears throat> Matt Barnes has driven yeah. down from Santa yeah. Barbara. And the door blows off the hinges like Duke Wayne kicking the door in at the beginning of Brannigan, falling into the counterfeiter's room and saying, knock, knock, with a fucking 44 in his head. But that look has oh. only happened a few times, and it must have happened with D-Fish when, uh, when Matty Barnes came down. Matt Barnes is a fighter. Matt Barnes don't take any shit from anybody. Everybody tell you that. No. Well, listen, before Matt Barnes met Derek Fisher, he had a tap of him throttling <laughs> Derek Fisher. <laughs> I don't care. Listen, I don't care how good the woman is. When you know it's attached to that kind of monster and there's children involved and the breakup was recent or whatever the fuck, you can't go near that woman. But D-Fish seemed like uh, I guess D-Fish, I think D-Fish thought he was in the fast yeah, lane you know, or something. Yeah. You know what I mean. I know. Uh, <clears throat> I know all right, magic. tonight I, magic, I get yeah. to be magic. You yeah, are, it's, uh, yeah, right. Right. Who, by the way, I got friends who swear to me, gay friends who swear to me, Magic Johnson does not have HIV anymore. It's absolutely not in the system. It's been, I said, well, like, you know, no one's going to prove that. They are convinced. And I got to tell you, why wouldn't I be convinced as well? He looks amazing. Yeah, I did a corporate with the cat. We laughed so hard in the green room before, and it was up in some ski lodge. Mm. And I, I walk in, and it's magic. I'm thinking, wow, uh, if I know what I'm getting. I can't believe magic must have been in for three to 400 to come up and talk a little glad hand <laughs> yeah. to this corporation. Yeah, yeah. And we laughed so hard. I remember him saying, hey, we, we got a... Uh, we got a giveaway where uh, call the number and, uh, you know, listen, I'm a square dance caller if he's yeah. right. And he's a call the number and they get uh, two uh, Laker 
tickets to a playoff game, and I said, uh, you know, what's uh, what's second place? Four tickets? <laughs> and uh, he, I remember he laughed so hard, and uh, the, the cat looked so vital yeah. that I almost said to him, but I once know. again, I don't know him well enough, I, said, I almost said, brother, you look great. What are you yeah, doing? right. I know. By the way, Dr. Buss got to the point where an apartment wasn't enough. He had to buy them an apartment building. Uh, I always loved sure. that him and Sterling were upping the ante. You oh, know, yeah. they get laid. It used to be a car. <laughs> then it had to be an apartment. Then they had to fucking buy you a room in the Getty, uh, you yeah. know, towards the end when they were turning into potato people. Yeah. Dr. Buss, nobody worked hard. He oh, was like God. Sisyphus with a heart on. Nobody worked harder uh, at being a player than exactly Dr. Buss. Exactly right. And I'll tell you, when I, there's something about, you know, getting a woman a car. When I used to, when I first came out here 20 something years ago, I lived with Robert Evans a lot. Like weeks at a time, I'd stay in his guest house. So I met the whole world when I stayed with him. <clears throat> Wait a everybody. second. Let me savor that. Oh, yeah. This is a crazy. Because that made Kalen's experience at the juice look like a fucking an American gothic to be to be the fly on the wall. It was at, uh, it was insane. Evans's play. I was gonna say real quick, Evans, when he was on the rise and was well, when he was head of Paramount, he told me he had rented or leased at least 15 cars for women who didn't have a car, and he felt a woman without a car in this town is, is in bad shape. You know, men take mm-hmm. advantage of them. I thought it was the coolest thing a guy could do. And of the 20 women that he bought, uh, leased cars for, I think 15 became actresses, two he married, three are close friends. Like, just real great things you pick up. But I also picked up this, and I, you'll like this story. I just broke up with a girl in, in New York, so I'm staying at Evan's house. I'm writing her an email, and Jack and Warren knew this girl, too. Jack, and, like they're my friends. Jack and Warren, baby, knew this girl. <laughs> so they come in the room and I'm writing an email. What happened? I said, well, we're kind of taking a break. And um, Evan said, you're not taking a break. She dumped you. You know, he's giving me the bad news right away. Now he's holding a bowl of grapes with a pair of pajamas and there's a, a hole, you know, so his junk is kind of visible like, like grandpa with the grapes. <laughs> he says, she dumped you. Lana Turner and Ava Gardner dumped me at 21. I know what dumping feels like. She dumped you. <laughs> so I go, I, I think it's just a break. And he looks at uh, Warren. What do you think? And Warren does that look. You know, he's just rubbing the chin, giving me the one sovereign. What do you think, Jack? And Jack goes, uh, uh, oh, God, I'm going to forget the punch. No, the punch on was, uh, any ch- best way to get over a girl is to get under another. And they turned and left the room. <laughs> it was like the three wise men. Like, Came oh, horny to the door. oh, it was yeah. perfect. It was perfect. Um, by the way, uh, Evans, uh, have you ever seen him? He turns up in uh, Jimmy. Uh, oh, the, somebody's um, playing Lon Chaney, and he turns yeah. up as Irving Kahlberg. <clears throat> right. It's the. It's so funny, and he doesn't quite have chops. Not yet. But yeah. uh, and then I see him once as a matador in some uh, film. He shows up as a matador. Sun also rises. He, yeah, he doesn't quite have chops, no. but you can see he's a handsome cat, and he's kind of lithe, and he's a player, and he and his brother are horned dogs. Perfect. But uh, the thing that I love is that at one point, there's like, uh, he's hip enough to know on some subconscious level that when he sends Ali McGraw away to do the getaway uh. with McQueen, who's the epicenter of it. Quite frankly, Evans can try his whole life to be, right. and McQueen's McQueen, Never, and he's yeah. going to win that, yeah, and he, yeah. he must know that. Of course. It's in his DNA, of course. and he kind of says, might as well get this over with, because this is inevitable, <laughs> yeah, yeah, brother. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell her not to do the film. She'll be there quicker, but it's almost like it's, a good it's point. almost like uh, Frank sending me away, yeah. you know, or, or him saying to me, I come back from Polanskyville, and she says no, and no. it's over at yeah. that point. So, that's great. Yeah, I could see it being that way, sure. 
And there's no cooler moment in filmed them, by the way, folks. You got to watch Bullet again, and obviously the car chase. But there's a great moment when McQueen throws on like a blue turtleneck and some shit brown jacket, and uh, he's got the gun belt or the gun holster underneath. He goes to look into the mirror. He's in Jackie Bissett's apartment. He's splitting. <laughs> he looks in the mirror to do his hair, and he just doesn't do anything. He's like, he looks at his hair and says, "Fuck it, I'm McQueen." It's the it is the coolest moment, Rob. Fantastic. We're talking A.J. Benza, and uh, he has his own podcast, Famous Bitch, Apple Podcast. Call him in Star Magazine. You can follow him on Twitter, at Real A.J. Benza. And uh, he has a tell, man. If I was a poker player, if oh, I was Eddie it? Norton, the tell is when you're praising him or telling him about his business, he hawks a mini loogie. That's twice I've heard that. <laughs> he gets a little shy and does some sort of well, thing listen. where he, he, I didn't know we were he draws poker. it back in just trying to look like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's this Finding Neverland thing, man? What, oh, what, is HBO running it? Or I don't not? think they're going to now, but um, you heard how nasty it was. There were, there were therapists. In well, the... I heard people have seen it, and <clears throat> yeah. uh, it tells it all, right? It tells it all. The problem is it's, uh, it's two kids, Jimmy Safechuck <clears throat> and... Um, Wade Robson, who years ago said Michael never did anything to me. Everything was fine. He never touched me. That's the problem. But the, 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 the stories they're telling now are being backed up by, by some people who worked at Neverland, people who were fired. It was a, I, Look, I had the column in New York at the Daily News that broke the original Michael Jackson story. And the way we got it was just, you would never believe it. It was like such a four-way thing about a rental car and a person overhearing this. And anyhow, we got it. And... It's been nothing but bad news for Michael Jackson ever since. But people, it doesn't matter because he dances well. No one wants to believe. They can't see past being 35 and being in bed with a nine-year-old as being weird. Why can't they see past that? Because I don't think, I have a weird theory on this. I don't think people are invested enough in unreachable stars to take it to the next level of discomfort in their own head. Let's face facts. We all build our life yeah. around uh, innocua or consequentia. Mm. And consequentia, if that falls apart, you really have to take a moment and you have to say, my God, I misread this. I, I've got to go into therapy. I've got to have a breakdown. I've got to do a reset because this matters. Then there's an, the innocua. It doesn't fucking matter. You mm. don't know Michael Jackson. You go <laughs> see a show, but you've got him set out there as the biggest star in the constellation. Mm. And then you find this out. And I think most people just get to the point. I don't even think this happens on a conscious level in their subconscious. They think, fuck it. I'm not, I'm not going to pull that thread. Yeah. I, 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 I don't have enough of a stake in it. He's not a family member. He was the kid in the Jackson 5. Now he's the biggest star in the world. Off the Walls, an amazing <clears throat> album. Right. I, I, I'm not curious enough to pull that back and shred that. I'm not going to do that detective work. I'm going to um, wonder why, uh, you know, my uncle at Thanksgiving always had too big a smile <laughs> on his face. It's that sort of thing. So that's my theory is I, I don't think people... But then why does I, I it think, breed, why does it breed a, a, an army of believers of Michael Jackson to the point where they... They come at you with bots and they destroy your internet. I mean, if you say something bad about Michael Jackson, it's almost as bad as saying something about Scientology. There, there are people who are hired to come at you. Well, imagine if you vested into this guy's <clears throat> sort of Christ-like powers. Mm. You have. And then you find out he's with a nine-year-old boys, that you're Christ. It's like uh, it's like the great Woody Allen movie in Annie Hall, mm. where you say, this man is God. Do you realize that? He's like, there's God coming out of the men's room. <laughs> and once you find that moment, you've yeah. got a real decision to make. Do you want to sit down 
and then do the mea culpa, and mm. then say, boy, I misread. This is what you watch it with a smaller case. You watch yeah. how many people come right. forward here mm-hmm. and say, I made a mistake. They're not going to do it. So they're no. certainly not going to do it with a big star like Michael Jackson, who people literally have deified. They're not going to say, I made a mistake here. Very infrequently. Most human beings right. are just moving it along. Michael Jackson holds a specific place in their horizon, and they don't need to really compromise it. So what they're going to do is when they get uncomfortable, and listen, when the documentary comes on, people are saying, I was nine. This guy mm. took me into bed with him, and that's your biggest hero? What are you going to do? You're going to blow up the person who's saying that. You're not going to go after the big guy. It's so much easier to say, fuck you. I, know. I don't believe you. I that, know. That's, that's what they're it, doing. in a uh, nutshell. Uh, but to me, it's just, how do you just not? You know, like, uh, what, what's missing today? I can't not do it. But if I, I think most, I have to. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. my DNA. I, I can't bullshit myself about I, that. I, I, I can't. I can't. But I just think that, um, I forgot my train of thought. But now they're saying that Jesse Smollett rehearsed the beating with the two Nigerian brothers. This is getting great. So they had rehearsals. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure that he, I also heard that he might have been on his way out at Empire, probably yeah. because somewhere along the way he told the producers he wouldn't rehearse. Good. You know, that's how yeah. fucked up the world is. Yeah. <laughs> at some point when they said, Jesse, we need you to rehearse this. I don't need to rehearse. Uh, yeah. How dare you? Right. I, I, I it's, yeah. it's just the world's. You know, the world, folks, what's happened is the world's always been a flippy place. It's just we weren't as privy to it because there was no 24-7 news cycle. We were untied together. There was no social we media. Yeah. We, w- the collective unconsciousness has always been a freak show. Think, think, that, think, I mean, about, you, I, I think about, like, when I was a kid, we'd go to, maybe, I forget what night, maybe Wednesday. Sunday night was the Sunday night movie. You know, you had Walt Disney, uh, I forget what else after that, but then... The, yeah, the Monday, the, Sunday the night movies. And you went to school Monday, and that's what you talked about. God forbid you didn't see the movie. You know, you had to have that to talk about. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, Sands of Iwo Jima, whatever it was. Now, the, it's this 8,000 things for kids to bond with. Uh, between. Yeah. It's unbelievable. My kids do not know what channel NBC, CBS, or ABC are. They have no idea that there was even letters attached. I said, what's number channel two? I don't know. Uh, yeah. ABC. How could you not know? No, they don't look at TV anymore. It's but they YouTube. can pull a handheld oh, out and yes. show you a chart of Usher's colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> like within eight seconds. <laughs> yeah, they know and what even by saying Usher, yeah. I'm Paleolithic. That's how quickly it moves. Yeah. Yeah. That's an old man hip reference. I don't even, you know, wow. I, I guess, yeah. you know, you can get Cardi B's cardiogram would be the update <laughs> on it. <laughs> but it all happens. You become passe in a second. Mm-hmm. And the key to growing old in a demure manner is acknowledging that in certain ways you should be... Listen, even people say to me sometimes, that's an old reference. And I go, well, what would you rather have? Yeah. Me hitting a reference uh, from my bailiwick or me coming in terrible. and act like I know anything about Pete Davidson right, and Ariana right. Grande? Uh, right. Is there anything more unbecoming? Why don't yeah. I just get a fucking ponytail and drive a vet <laughs> yeah. while we're at it? Talking to A.J. Benza, his podcast, Fame is a Bitch, on Apple Podcasts. He has a column in Star Magazine, and you can follow him on Twitter, at Real A.J. Benza. Um, let's see, anything else? You're a good cat, A.J. I appreciate uh, you coming on, I man. love coming on. Any, I hope we, uh, I, I hope to, I don't come into town, I'm like the Amish, periodically I yeah. come in to get needles and thread, but if Ooh. I do come into L.A., I'd I'll, love to break bread with you, uh, son, I'm like I'd you love, give your digits to Christian. Yeah, I will do that. I would love to have it. That'd be great. 
Once awesome. again, digits, folks. I yeah, know. See, he's that's cool. from he's 1995. Cool. He's cool. Now <laughs> I'll just give my... What the fuck? I'm, I'm, I'm old. My prostate's a jujube. Lighten up on me. <laughs> yeah, AJ, I'll let you call him via 1010-220 so you don't have to pay for the long-distance oh, charge. Beautiful. Ah, Thank there you, you go, you. Christian, going uh, cellular on me. <laughs> All right. Um... Thank you for your time, brother. We I'm appreciate crossing, it. Man. Talk to you soon. And have me on your deal. I will. Uh, I will. If you want. Absolutely. And you I'm sorry, it. last time we had you here, we had fucking oh, boring. That was fun. That's all right. Adventurous. No problem. <laughs> that was all right. rough. All right, my man. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Right. Christian, What's uh, what do we got to all right, we got uh, some we uh, housekeeping. Sell some tickets yeah. for me this week. Very important. This weekend, Dennis and Mark Stein will be performing in Reading, Pennsylvania. That's Friday. And this Saturday, Syracuse, New York. That's Saturday, February 23rd. And then next week... March 1st in Rochester, New York, and Saturday, March 2nd in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Those are the four Mark Stein dates, all coming fast and furiously. Beautiful. Can't believe I didn't bust open the El Chapo thing with the edge. He's still here. Oh. No. Sorry, you sure? Kidding. That's all I need oh. is to do a next topic and get my <laughs> oh. fucking Murray, Murray oh. Abrahams oh, was... off of Sikorsky because I fucked <laughs> so, with a drug lord. So, so you don't want to joke around about El Chapo. Gotcha. No. That's the big, uh, that's but, F. Murray's yeah. big performance, by the way, before he plays Solieri at Amadeus, <laughs> when he plays the smooth-talking cat and they hang out in the Sikorsky in, uh, yeah. in uh, Scarface. Yeah. To your point, I don't care what anybody says, El Chapo's innocent of every Maybe, charge. I think that goes without saying. And <laughs> I, I think we that, know. Uh, I can't believe that Pete Kid on SNL hasn't broken out an El Chapo character. What's his name? <laughs> Pete, <laughs> Pete Davidson? No, no. What's the other kid's name? Bobby Moynihan. Oh, yeah. Where's Bob? There. If you take one thing away from this show today, folks, just remember this, and this is fucking sacred. Take it down. Where is Bobby Moynihan's El Chapo? (laughs) (laughs) All right, I got to rock. Thanks for listening to the Dennis Miller Option, exclusively on Westwood One. Tune in to new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday on the Westwood One app, westwoodone.com, and on Apple Podcasts. And remember to rate, review, and share. Until next time, that's the show, and we are out of here.